And we are back. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Rutten River Pursuit Podcast. A very special episode. When I say we're back, I mean, people can probably already tell based on the title of the episode that they clicked on. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. Come on. We're can, at it. We're here. You can hear a difference in the Yeah. There's, there's a buzz in the air. Right. There's some ambient noise, as they say. Ambiance. It's getting louder. Where are we at, Will? It yeah. is getting louder. We're at the 152nd Great American Outdoor Show. Is Got, that the right number? I don't think so. We're, okay. It was rolled, it seems we're like rolling. It. Okay. I've been yeah. coming here since I was I just, like 10 years old. Yeah, so. I just keep right. saying it. It'll catch on. So it's, it's Pick's 10th annual. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my anniversary. I, I met you guys here one year ago, about 50 feet over there. Get out. That yeah. is a true statement. One year anniversary. I wish they would have warned me. Yeah. Right? You got a full beer. I could be one year and done. It could be a one-year contract. (laughs) Today's it. Didn't you know the contract's up? Did anybody resign It's a contract year. We won't tell you until the shift's over. Okay. Well, let's let's quickly run around the table. Um, I'm going to introduce myself, and then I'm Ryan, but I also have the Deekster, who's monitoring all of our levels, and we didn't give him a microphone today. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it no was way. intentional. Mike Lestique. Who else we got? <laughs> it's Bucky. I'm Will. Jordan. This is Pick. Oh, yeah. And we heard a new name in that mix, didn't we? Yes, you did. Yep. Mr. Jordan. Jordan. How are you, bud? Good, good. Otherwise known as Mike's cousin. I'm here. <laughs> yep, Mike's helping sister. Helping out the crew. Yep, Mike's sister, what have you. <laughs> no, that's not true. You're <laughs> no. We got some talented boys with us yeah. this time around. Yeah. We brought uh, Mikey Miller in, and then it's Jordan McCall, right? Right. right. And uh, Jordan and Mike are going to be running some uh, cameras for us. Yep. Picking up some extra footage. So McCall Media. Yep. And 8.3 Media. 8.3 Media. Media service, of course. Yeah, so if you guys have not yet checked out any of the, the stuff that we're putting out from the show, make sure you keep an eye out for that. I'm not sure the order in which these things will be released, but... Uh, it's going to be in bulk. Try to keep up, I think, is the, the best way I could say it, because we're going to be flying content out of this building. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like audio chum. Podcast dump. We're and video pod- chum. Yeah. Audio, oh, the true that. We, we do get into the The AV chum. Uh, I can't wait for it. that. Stevie's ready to go on the uh, AV chum. Oh, yeah. We're going to have uh, another crew running some live videos on Facebook. That'll be like a slick. Oh, man. Draw them in from all directions. What are you guys looking forward to the most? Um, besides just being here. Just the experience. Just the, uh, just the allure that is all things Great American Outdoor Show. Right. I, I think that, uh, you know, we hit a couple shows that were, um, what's the word? More formal? So we, we just got back from ATA. Right. And, you know, so... This is our first consumer show. Consumer show, and yeah. it's the biggest, you know, hands down, hands yeah. down, yeah, absolutely, yeah. right, massive. So, anytime that we can get here and you can interact with people and see how they're reacting to products and mm-hmm. different things like that, I mean, there's the lines for them. right. So you're like, what is that? You're, you're interestingly, yeah. yeah. in, right. You're drawn into it, right. And it's like, you know, you have to check it out because you don't know what literally is over there yeah just based on the lines mm-hmm. so um I, I just think you get that here where you don't get that at other shows mm-hmm. right when you talk about those industry shows and stuff you don't see that that reaction from people i mean you do to some degree yeah uh, when it's like a really 
new or innovative type of product. Sure. Uh, but for the most part, everybody's just kind of checking out what are the new things. Here, it's like all the new. You don't know what's here. what's going to happen. Everything. Plus, as Brian alluded to earlier, it's like this is tradition, right? Absolutely. We talked about it yeah. a lot last year when we were at the show. But yeah. I mean, a lot of us grew up not far from here, and we've been coming here since we were getting pushed around in strollers. That's true. Right? That's true. You can't you can't deny that fact. Deke has a stroller that he just keeps adapting as he. <laughs> It's <laughs> <gets> bigger. <laughs> the yeah. best part is, is right now we can actually attack him pretty viciously, yeah. and he's got no way to defend himself. <laughs> Although he yeah. is in control of the volume setting, so <laughs> if one of us goes quiet, that means we're saying something yeah. pretty mean and about the. And if it D. sounds like I'm having trouble controlling the volume of, of my, my voice, voice. <laughs> like I'm suffering, it's from just the voice unfreezing process. Yeah, <laughs> it's because Deke turned me down a little bit. No. Oh, I love it. I um, I am excited though. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? To add to that, for the traditions, uh, two hours away, every year, same group of guys that I come with usually buy tickets for each other and load up the trucks and we come out together. So it's a big tradition for me as well. It was great whenever he bought my ticket. I was just like, I can't believe. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you, Jordan. This is a new tradition. Oh, yeah. You should buy my ticket every year. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag TBT. Thank you, brother. Yeah. No, this, this is awesome. Just, you know, every, every year seeing some of the same people reminiscing on how the year was. And then I think this year we're going to really strive to get some uh, get some new faces, some new voices uh, out yep. to the people and uh, introduce them and, and allow them to. First impression, speaking of new people, just walking in the back of one hall and briefly through the, this half the outfitter hall to get to, the, yep. to where we are right now. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like there was more vendors are are in that space compared to last year so i'm I'm excited to get out and see how big i think i know exactly where you're talking about like there was an area in the main outfitter hall that for years has always been like pretty wide open because they fill it up a lot of vehicles and stuff and that's jam-packed full of vendors right yeah it was this year so yeah different outfitters and stuff that are back in there i think we're gonna you know have those those new interactions talk to a bunch of new people and a lot of it's because there's New folks here. There's exactly. always a surprise. Yeah. There's always something. And, and that's what I was also going to mention. What is, who's that next best friend of the the show that we're going to meet yeah. this who's, year? Yeah, <laughs> who's like, the who? Manny Pacquiao? No. Who's the Manny Puig, rather, yeah, uh, that right. we're going to find this year? Yeah. Right, right. They're always who's the Brian Pickerowski? Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> we're going to do a little boxing later. <laughs> yeah, we're going to smack each other around. <laughs> you know what I also am excited about is Tuesday. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The R2 Sportsman's Night Out. It's going to be a blast. Can we can we talk can about we? this already? I think can. Yeah. Is it too yeah. early to start talking about no, it? No, I don't think so. Because we are a early. lock. We are a lock for the venue, guys. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Oh, you got <laughs> good. You got it's locked in. Good. We got it locked in. <laughs> we weren't sure. We're good to go, guys. It was touch and go for Rest a minute. Rest assured. Yeah. Yeah. We sent Bucky in. We got it all in lockdown now. <laughs> but, yeah. We uh, call him the closer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, but uh, Joe Kays is a sportsman's night out, and it's just a fun night out. If you're in town, you're in the area. You know, it's it's Joe Kays. There's the the Axrom place. Yep. In, in Union Deposit. Yeah. And directly following the show, it's just we all head over filter over there. That's where the fun stuff's going to be. Start off with a little dinner just, and yeah, it's drinks and you know throw some, some, throw some blades. Then throw you, some blades and you pick your teeth with an axe. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't advise that. Huh? I wouldn't, wouldn't advise that. 
picking your teeth with an axe. Yeah. Really? yeah, you get into the gums a little deep sometimes. Bucky something. did it last year. I did. Oh boy, it worked real good. I had some like bacon or something. Well, he signed a waiver, so it doesn't. It's <laughs> I'd have to see that. Good to go. I'd have to see that. Yeah, yeah, but. What it was a great time. In fact, I had such a good time. I didn't even get to throw an axe at all. Yeah. I was chatting with everybody that was there. Chatty Bucky. Oh, that's what we call him. The Barbara yeah. Walter, or yeah. not the Barbara we Walter. We do call him that, don't we, Pick? Yeah. Chatty Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> really? You guys been calling me? That's what I've always called him. Back, that's what I've always called him. Chatty Kathy Chatty. Bates. Uh, I remember that from the other episode. Yeah. Still makes me giggle. <laughs> Thanks, guys. But, Ankle uh, breaker. I, th- this show, I've been anticipating. I, it, it's like uh, Christmas, or the first day of buck season, or the I first day of archery. I didn't sleep well last night. Right, yeah. I didn't. Up late, hard to fall asleep. I had indigestion. Oh, Did I you? No. I slept like a baby. Didn't Did you have, you really? uh, Mike Miller was at your house. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to tuck him yeah, in? That's why he didn't I sleep I had to tuck so him in. I was worried. Yeah. You kept hearing him roll around. You didn't want him <laughs> to sleep on his back. His back. Yeah, yeah. I had <laughs> yeah. to. Make sure. Oh, golly. <laughs> uh, it's sorry, getting close. Mike. 857. It's almost like it's, uh, I'm picking on Mike because he can't defend himself, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 858. The doors are about ready to yeah, burst open. Are, and, and another one of my favorite, favorite traditions of the outdoor show uh, is the anthem that kicks off every yeah. morning. Oh, yeah. And I think we're That's about right. to hear and something. Great segue. Great segue. Good Here we ball, go. Bucky. Amazing. If I tear up, I'm sorry. Ryan, it's podcast got cover on. It's official. You can't, you can't beat that with a stick. Boys. No better way to start. That's fantastic. Great American Outdoor Show 2020. There. National Rifle Association, thank you very much for. Yeah. There it is. Come on down, folks. Bring one, come one, come all. This is great. It's an exciting time. Yep. There's the uh, old glory walking right by us yeah, heading yeah. to the front entrance. And the well, doors you what, open, and the buses are rolling the, in. The, the buses, buses are, are rolling through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lines are forming. They're already out the doors coming in. So. Oh, no way. Wow. Yeah. We have a nice young lady over here with some 
Some American flag fingernails. fingernails. Some nice Nail surreal deal. Yeah. Well, boys, I think it's about that time to break for you know, the rhythm and the rhyme. <laughs> I'm gonna get my the rhythm and the rhyme. It doesn't matter what I say as a segue. Will's going to find a way to work a song in. I love it. <laughs> At some point. We'll, well what singing. we need to do is, much like these crowds, yeah. let's make our way to the show floor, gentlemen. Start let's rolling. get this show going. Show four. Here we go. And we are finally here, guys. We are. Great We're American Outdoor Show 2020 brought to us by the National Rifle Association. We are here. What a way to kick it off, but in the QDMA booth, guys. Quality yes. Deer Management Association. We're right. with, uh, what, Corey Slater? That's right. Uh, Corey Slater, Regional 2 Director for the QDMA. And, nice. And we happen to be in the Outfitter Hall if you're looking for the QDMA booth while you're here at the Outdoor Show. Sorry you, about that. You mentioned what region? Region 2. So right here in Harrisburg, this is the, the center of Region 2. We encompass... East, uh, Eastern Ohio, so pretty much Columbus, straight up and down if you draw a line north and south, all the way over to the coast. So it's Eastern Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, and West Virginia. Wow, that's that's cool. Now, that's we've had QDMA. We've talked to, to Kip. we talked to some other people from QDMA. I never really thought about the region. So what do you do at a regional level? Uh, at the regional level, it's really our grassroots. It's where we reach out to all our people and have our most impact. Um, at the regional level, we're going to go ahead and have branches, we're going to hold fundraising events, we're going to hold habitat improvement projects, which actually here at the Great American Outdoor Show, if anybody's interested in doing habitat projects local here to Harrisburg, um, we're improving on state game lands, 80 and 243. Nice. Um, so that's, that's the sort of stuff that we do locally. Uh, we like to do a lot of that public land stuff, venison donations for the needy, um, different things like that that the branches can get directly involved with. So not only are you doing habitat management for public and private land. You're also trying to outreach and get new hunters too? Correct, so that's that's probably our biggest um, national goal right now is in the R3 realm. As you guys are probably well aware, sure. we're losing sure. hunters by the millions um, and at an astronomical rate. It's not just slowly declining, declining anymore, it's dropping off hard with the baby boomers right. aging out. Um, so we're trying to do a lot through our field to fork programs. Our field to fork programs are introducing first time adult non-hunters to the woods right yeah. uh, the, the reason behind that is that if you get an adult hooked uh, say somebody that's post-college age they have the financial means they have cars to drive there they have spare time they have all that sort of stuff right. disposable to them that they can get actively involved right away sure Where if you introduce a kid um, it's great but you kind of cross your fingers when they're 12 years old coming from a non-hunting family you right. cross your fingers, yeah. hope mom and dad want to buy them a couple thousand dollars worth of firearms or archery equipment or anything like that, and yeah. then uh, hope and, that they're still going right. at 18. And then to spend the time after the money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they got to get driven to the woods, all that sort they of need stuff. They need a mentor hunted with the them until yeah. they're 16. Yeah, yep. exactly. That's a great concept. How are you actually doing that? How are you accomplishing it? How are you trying to grab those post-college adults? How are you trying to grab them into the hunting industry? So we're trying to hit like a totally untouched market is, is our theory right now. Um, and we're focusing on the food aspect. So we're going to farmer's okay. markets okay. and people who are really connected with their food that want to eat local, they want to know fully organic and, and where their meals are coming from. We're trying to target those sort of people. 
outdoor um, grocery store. Exactly. It's, I mean, you can't get more fresh than 40 yeah. yards out your back absolutely. door, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. So are you guys having taste tests? Like, what's going on at that farmer's market? Exactly. So we set up, we like to set up a grill there, start grilling up some back straps, some really good cuts of meat, right? Um, fill the whole farmer's market with that smell that everybody's drawn to the grill. Yeah. And then just sit, hand out samples, um, ask people if they've ever tried venison before. Let them try it, uh, have jerky there, summer sausage, different things like that that's real easy for people and palatable. Uh-huh. Um, let them know that it doesn't have to taste gamey, uh, and yeah. it's it's very easily prepared. All you need is a grill, or heck, you can even do it on a cast iron skillet, skillet. on your stove. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we make it simple for them, let them know it tastes good, ask them if they want to learn how to do it themselves. That's great. You're getting, you're getting people into the industry, into the outdoors, by their stomachs. I love it. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah so you have uh, other events as well, uh, other than your local farmer's market. Do you have uh, banquets or a way that, uh, you know, you can draw people in to, to see what Q- QDMA does? Yeah. So um, we have banquets, and that's our primary fundraising for things, outreaches like the Habitat Projects, the, the Field the Fork events, things like that. So a local branch would set up. They would do a banquet in their, their local area, sell tickets to that, live auction, silent auction, raffle prizes, guns. It's all given away there. And from that local event, they keep a portion to, to stay local there. Yeah. Um, with those funds, they decide what they want to do with it. Uh-huh. If it's a real habitat-based group, they can go and do habitat projects on it. If it's uh, people that are really into R3, they hold field to forks or they have spring sure, turkey hunts right. or, or whatever yeah. they want to do. Um, that branch is in charge of their funds as long as it's going towards the QDMA mission in some way, shape, or right. form. They can uh, have at so it. So, with that said, is uh, QDMA a nonprofit? Is it 5013C? Yep. Okay. 100% nonprofit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You, you mentioned a couple times, was it R3? Yes. Can you, can you let our listeners know what R3 is? So, R3 stands for recruit, retain, and reactivate. Uh, that's recruit new hunters, retain the hunters that we have so they aren't quitting and dropping mm-hmm. out of the ranks, sure. and reactivate people who have dropped out. Um, so if you have somebody in your mind right now that you're thinking about, maybe it's somebody new that has always talked about or showed a little bit of interest in hunting, get them out in the woods and mentor them. Um, if you have a buddy that had a kid and hasn't bought a hunting license in five years, get on him. Tell him to get back out there, buy a hunting license, make time with him so it's not just him going out and sitting in a tree by himself. Um, go out on a turkey hunt with him this spring or, or whatever you want to do, but just try to re-engage with these people who are either previous hunters or have an interest in it to uh, boost license sales, and that, that helps the entire hunting community. I think uh, some states are trying to hop on board with that. Uh, you know, where I'm from in Maryland, also here in Pennsylvania, they have the, the mentored license program. Yes. So um, it makes the states and, and local uh, municipalities make it easier to introduce new hunters. So uh, if you're out there, um, you know, get somebody into hunting, buy them or let them know that they have a mentored system uh, that they can get out there for two or three years for a discounted rate and sometimes not even take a, a very small hunter safety course to get them out there and introduce them to hunting. So, yeah, yeah. You know, we hear a lot about habitat from you guys. So, you know, what, if you're, if I'm a landowner, and I come up to your booth or I look at the website, what, what can you guys help with landowners? Uh, with landowners, we pretty much, we got our roots and everything started in habitat, habitat management, um, working with foresters, uh, working with the state game commissions and the DNRs around um, just to, to help private landowners understand how to balance their herd, what sure. a healthy herd looks like, what a well-fed herd looks like versus uh-huh. overpopulated, uh, browse lines, food plots. Um, that's where we really got our start. 
now nowadays you can kind of find that almost wherever. Um, but QDMA is still st stuck strong with our magazines. You're going to get five of those a year if you're a QDMA member. Um, online we have hundreds and hundreds of articles written by Kip, Matt Ross, yeah, uh, Joe, sure. our founder, Lindsay, all the guys at QDMA, as well as external people that write for us as well That's sometimes. Great. So, speaking of landowners. I have to ask about farmers. Do you get a lot of farmers interacting with you saying, I have this problem, I want to keep them out of here, what can I do? Or, how, or do you get guys working with you that, that maybe are non-hunting farmers that are needing to draw some hunters into their property? I've definitely, I've definitely fielded a fair amount of those questions um, in my stay as a regional director. But as far as working with farmers to, to draw people in, we could possibly work with them in a local aspect. I'd, I'd, shade that more towards a branch side of things right, right. so they can be involved and active in their local community um, to help out with any farmer that has any sort of that. You can go on the QDMA.com and, and find your local branch in whatever state you're in. Um, but that's that's where I'd shade those sort of questions or, or, or inquiries about that. That's great. So you guys are a membership-driven group, nonprofit. Yep. Um, what do you, you said about the magazine, anything else that you get when you become a member? Um, so you're also going to get, today Today at the show, just for instance, you're going to get a $25 Bass Pro gift card. It's $35 to sign up, so you get a $25 Bass Pro gift card. You get an aging whitetail box on the hoof DVD, a decal, decal on the five um, yearly or uh, five issues of our quality whitetail magazine. That's wow, awesome. you can't beat it. $10? That's, that's what it's going to cost. Yeah. yeah, you get a $25 oh, wow. gift card. You and just head right over to Bass Pro Shop after you're done here. You know, <laughs> yeah, spend exactly. That, spend that <laughs> gift card right away. Plus, you get access and resources uh, from uh, Quality Deer Management Association in those magazines five times a year. Yep, yep. You have plenty of plenty of stuff that comes out in our magazines from our partners. Um, you get discounts on habitat management modules and, and things like that that we put on around the country. Well, that's awesome. That's how, how can I sign up? Can you tell us how? <laughs> sure. How Come I right over that. here. We got a, uh, a form over here. You give us your name, contact information, email, all that fun stuff. What if I can't make it down here to the show? If you can't make it down here to the show at this booth, um, you're not going to get that $25, but you can go to QDMA.com, um, and there's a Join tab in the upper right-hand corner of the page. Just go in there, fill in your information, $35, you're signed up for a year. So awesome. where can they find you on Facebook and Instagram? Facebook is the Quality Deer Management Association. Uh, Instagram is the QDMA. And um, if you're looking for the regional stuff, uh, Region 2 here is at QDMA, Region 2 QDMA. And um, Facebook is Region 2 QDMA. Awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. Man. Thanks. We appreciate your hey, time. Appreciate it, Corey. Right. Thank you. Yep, we'll see no you. problem. Phil Buckman. I was walking down the Outfitter Hall, and I saw something that is incredible. Wait, did you mix the, myself and this all that up? Well, you guys both have the scruff. Yeah. Like, and I just <laughs> like, you guys look similar. Yeah. If that's your spirit animal, I don't know what is. It might be this year. I usually find a spirit animal every year at the The all that might be it for I 2020. Absolutely. absolutely. So, so, guys, we are at the TC Outfitters from South Texas with Mr. Charles. How are you doing? Doing great. Yeah, How are y'all? Good, 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 good. So you have, I mean, there's pictures of all kinds of animals. List on what is all on your ranch. Well, we have, of course, we have whitetail, turkey, hogs, javelinas. Uh, but we do have a few of the exotics. We have black buck, awdad, axis. Um, that's our main animals, but we can we can find other animals to hunt if you want them. <laughs> oh, That's nice, it. man. Nice. Now, we were talking a little bit off air. You have one heck of a property. How big is that? 
Well, we have four different ranches, and they vary anywhere from 6,000 to 80,000 acres continuous. Wow. Okay. Now, you're in Texas, so we hear a lot about high fence, low fence. What are you guys? We're totally low fence. Okay. We don't have any high fence property awesome. at all. Awesome. So, so you could have your neighbor property might have something slip over sure. that you don't know sure. about. We oh. may have something slip over yeah. there. You got a, you got a big <laughs> grin on those. Yeah. 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 yeah, man. And, and with 80,000 acres... That's a lot of property to almost keep an Pennsylvania. Eye on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So, tell us a little bit more about your ranch. I mean, you you a full service place? Yes, we all we have is in, all inclusive hunts. Okay. We include all meals, lodging, the guides, game care, open bar, everything. You don't. All you got to do is bring your hunting clothes and your hunting equipment and a lot of coolers. Sounds like my kind of place. <laughs> and, where, and where would we fly into? You'd fly you into San Antonio, or sometimes if we're hunting Axis at our place in Sonora, we'll fly into San Angelo. Uh, and Texas is a big place. Big San place. San Angelo. I've never heard of San Angelo, Texas. Two but. hours northwest of San Antonio. Okay. Okay. All right. Man, you All got right. some cool terrain, too. I mean, like... With that variety of land, you have to have different terrain. I mean, you got all that too. So you got some, you got some bluffs, some cliffs. We got some elevations, and we got some flat brush country. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of Texas, a little bit of Texas snakes running around, I guess. Quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> got to have them snake proof, uh, snake proof chaps on, huh? All, yes, sir. Especially yeah. during the spring and summer. Yeah. So, speaking of spring and summer, when are your seasons? You run year round, or do you have? Uh, open and closed seasons uh, for the time of the year? On the exotics, we run year-round. The deer, we, we run from October 15 to January 15. Okay. And then uh, turkey starts middle of March to the end of April. Yeah. That's incredible. And so, what, what subspecies of turkey down there? You got the... It's all Rios. All Rios. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got your fire. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I've seen a couple pictures of a full strutter up there. Yeah. During the spring, we can do a combination axis or all-dad hunt. And mix it in with the turkeys. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. incredible. Pretty cool that's hunt. Cool. What? So, so we come down there and book a whitetail hunt. What is our setup? What is our situation? Walk us through. You know, we arrive at camp. We we hit that open bar on the first night. We get a good meal, <laughs> a good good rest. What happens that next morning? Okay, when you arrive, we usually do our hunts where you arrive at noon to two on the on the first day. Okay. We'll we'll sight your guns in. You get rest situated in camp and get your belongings in your room. Then we'll go out and hunt for the evening, and then when we come back, there'll be appetizers and a big meal and cocktails and a campfire for that evening. Next morning, you have a continental breakfast, and then we go out and hunt, come back 10, 30, 11 o'clock, we'll have a huge brunch, and then have another lunch around 2 or 3, and then we do it all over again. Is this an eating trip or a hunting trip? I was just going to ask, because, man, I'm hungry thinking about it. Are you doing a lot of walking to to burn all these calories? No, no, but I I can't control the wildlife, but I can control what happens in camp. (laughs) There you go. That's that's a good good situation. No matter what, you're going to eat good. The wildlife will do what it's doing, but that chef is going to be cooking up some grub. Exactly, and I'm proud of our chef. Speaking of cooking up grub, can, can we eat these all, Dad? Can we, are they any good eating? I'm always wanting to eat what I, what I shoot. Most people don't eat them, but we've tried them, and we eat them, and they're very good. The only thing is is they're a little bit tough, so you just got to cook them a different yeah, way. Yeah, just yeah. put them in a slow sure. cooker or, you know, sure. marinate them up for a few days, brine them or something. Sure. Put them on a smoker. No, they're excellent table fare. So, yeah. Charles, what's your most popular hunt? What, when you book a hunt, what do people request? Most time it's a whitetail. Whitetail. Second yeah. would be the uh, odd or axis. Okay. So most people are 
did that South Texas South whitetail. South Texas whitetail, yes, sir. I don't know, those all that are awesome. I mean, just <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Is that, when, when you're hunting all that, is it a pretty physical hunt, getting some elevation for that? Or? We have two different styles. We have some in the elevations, you know, in some of the hills in, in the hill country. But we also have some in the flat country where we hunt out of blinds and spot and stalk, et cetera. Okay. So either or. It, one of our hunts is real user-friendly. Okay. That's awesome. Now, if, if, if somebody wants to bring any kind of weapon, if they want to shoot recurve, they can shoot recurve. If they want to shoot rifle long distance, you guys are game for that? Anything's legal in Texas. I love it. <laughs> God bless Texas. Yeah, we are in the wrong state. Yeah, oh, I already know it's that. It's just a, yes. a couple-hour flight out there, though, so we I know. can get there pretty quick. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We are target rich. You are target rich. <laughs> I love it. Man, and that, the one thing we don't see a lot of, is the javelina like we don't see a lot of you know, outfitters for it you know a lot of, a lot of the big things is the hog but javelina is just a little bit different you want to you want to touch on that a little bit the javelina you're allowed two a year and uh we hunt those mainly spot and stalk just to give a little bit more f- fun we'll do that with bows sure. a lot and uh we'll feed some roads they don't come out real early in the morning so yeah. mid mid it's a mid-morning Early evening type hunt, so it's kind of fun to do in the yeah, middle of the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just to S- kind of break the monotony. Break the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Sleep. But they're fun animals to hunt. They really are. Sleep in, eat a good breakfast, chase some javelina. <laughs> I finish see finish early, <laughs> head back, get another meal. Sounds well, like my kind of hunt. You don't get that size without <laughs> eating good, you know. And, and then hit the whitetail stand in the Absolutely. evening, right? Oh, there you man. go. Well, Charles, like you said, this is just a target-rich environment. And we appreciate you giving us the time. Let us talk to you. Um, if our listeners can't get out to the show and talk to you, how can they find you? They can look us up on the website. Uh, it's uh, tcsouthtexashunts.com, or we're on Facebook under TC Hunt Outfitters um, and Instagram, TC Outfitters. Or they can call me at 210-264-8518. That's perfect, right. Charles. Yes, sir. Awesome. Everybody out there, if you can't make it down here, at least get over to the Instagram page to check out some of these photos of, of the variety of species that uh, Charles uh, has to offer down the there. The exotics you have yeah. are just incredible. I just can't stop staring at these pictures. Exactly. I mean, it's just incredible. Incredible. Well, well, perfect, Charles. We appreciate your time. Well, thank you Thanks, all. Charles. Thank have you. A Enjoy the show. Have a thank good you. Show. This is Rutten River Pursuits podcast, and we are around the 2020 Great American Outdoor Show. We're here. We are here, walking up and down the aisles, and something caught my eye. There's a couple large creatures with antlers, (laughs) five by five, six by six, and they are some Colorado elk. uh, We're here at Riverbend Outfitting. Uh, uh, They're based out of uh, Colorado. I'm here with Ashley and Tell Gates, and uh, thanks for joining us here. We have a lot of our guests and uh, co-hosts say that their bucket list hunt is an elk hunt, so we figured we'd stop and get some information and, and talk yeah. about some West Coast hunting, yeah. chasing those big animals around. So, um, oh, yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself, your outfitting business, and where you're at. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I was born and raised in Colorado. Um, I'm a sixth generation cattle rancher, and then a second wow. generation uh, outfitter. And uh, we're located in Meeker. Meeker actually has the largest largest elk population of anywhere in the nation. Wow. Um, our elk are migratory. We also have the largest uh, migration uh, migration pattern of elk, and they come from three different directions, which is pretty cool. You know, as they have them collared, they can these elk will, these elk will intermingle, and then 
go back to where they were from. Really? Um, it's a very heavily wooded area. Our yeah. unit, actually, where we hunt is Flat Tops Wilderness. You cannot access it other than horseback or walking. Oh, wow. You can't even ride a bicycle up wow. in there. Huh. Um, you know, we, uh, we do rifle or archery, you know. The, the the archery is the archery is a little tough on on guys that have never done it before uh-huh. yeah. but our, our guided is just a blast you know and then our repeat guys that do the drop camps you know they 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 they, they do well okay um, you know that's more of on the move in our rifle seasons um, you know it's more people kind of watch TV and think it's a spot and stock our area is not mm-hmm. a real big spot and stock area out of uh, all 15 camps that we have, we will go and show each each person in that camp how to hunt that area as if we were guiding. Okay, really? You know, we, yeah. we got these places that we know elk like to move through, patterns. Um, our average size of elk that we kill is about a 270. Um, 270 now, inch. 270 average. inch. We're not a trophy unit. We get guys that kill barely legal every year. We have a point restriction, which is four points on one side. Uh-huh. And, you know, every year we'll bring about a dozen 300-class bulls off the hill. Not everybody's going to get one of those. Yeah. Uh, the largest we brought out last year was three mid-380s. Uh, it was kids' first elk hunt. We told them oh. where to go. Yeah. Eight minutes into his hunt, 40-yard shot with oh, a cannon, man. and he's done. Oh. And I, I told him, I said, listen, don't ever come back because <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to get that right. easy. High right. stakes. Yeah, yeah, no, no, great people. But... Um, you know, it's all horseback. It's anywhere from 6 to 15 miles in. Wow. Um, we raise 90% of our horses. My dad started his own breed of horses uh, about 12 years ago, and he was the first person to ever import an Australian stock horse down in the United States, and we breed them to our mares and train them, break them, do our own farrier service. So That's awesome. We've got good animals. Yeah. So how does, that, how does that work? You have the horses, and you basically just set up a camp somewhere so you're hauling everything in on these horses so this is like yeah. a real it's this more than just a hunt it's a real adventure, adventure. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. the adventure starts when you get to colorado then you get on that <laughs> horse and yes it is an adventure and guys just love it so speaking of getting into colorado if you're coming here you know from the east coast where will you be flying into you know a lot of our guys will fly into denver there's closer airports but it's really expensive on some yeah. of them airports mm-hmm. and they'll rent a car um grand junction uh, is grand junction option. will work um a lot of our guys drive. You know, okay. if you get four guys that kill four elk, sure. it gets expensive yeah, to fly that sure wow. does. Yeah. 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 Our drop camps average about 50% success. You know, our guided, our guided is more like yeah. the 75%. Wow. Okay. Um, I tell guys in the rifle seasons, a lot of people get carried away thinking they need to be guided. I said in the rifle seasons, if you're willing to listen to me, I'm mm-hmm. going to show you every spot to hunt right. that I would be sitting right next to you. Um, so you offer full guided as well as mm-hmm. semi guided hunts, or what are your full, full guided or a drop or camp? Or drop camp. Okay. So these camps have been in the same location since we've had them. The Forest Service makes them keep them in the same spots. They're permitted. And mm-hmm. on our drop camps, when you get there, there's a wall tent already set up, and it has a wood stove with some wood. It has a propane stove with propane, cots, table, axe, shovel, saw, uh, and water. Okay. And um, then we give these guys a packing list on what to bring. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's all got to go on a horse. So it's yeah. all got to make sense. It's about 200 pounds of gear per person on a pack horse. And um, then when we get, get them up in there and they kill an elk, we tell them skin it, quarter it, get about 20, 30 yards from the gut pile. We don't want you hauling it back to camp or to the uh-huh. trailhead. And the reason we do that is if there was a bear come in there, 
it's going to smell that, that that gut pile. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it just walked past the quarters right. to the gut pile. Yeah. Right. So we'll go in there and we'll we'll throw all that meat, all those all four quarters and the antlers on a horse and take it out, take it to a processor, have it cut up ready for them to go home. So I see another uh, set of antlers on the wall there. It looks like a mule deer. You yeah. offer mule deer hunts as well? We do. So our mule deer population in Colorado is kind of dwindling due to chronic wasting disease. Yeah. Amazingly really? yeah, enough, uh, on the Flat Tops Wilderness, 20 years ago, you would not see a mule deer one. Wow. For whatever reason, I don't know if these deer are moving away from that or what, our mule deer population where we're at is is increasing. We're seeing okay. more and more mule deer. Yeah, it's a good thing for you guys. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's a, that's a monster muley, but those are those, that that's a dark timber buck, yeah. okay? You know, they're living up there in the middle of the woods. High altitude. And Yeah, high altitude. So we do specialty early season mule deer hunts. It'll take an out-of-stater about 14, 15 points to draw that tag. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've been 100% at it, and we're killing wow. some studs. Some big ones. But they only give three out-of-state tags a year for that. Wow. wow. So what's early season? That, what that, time of the year? Early season for that buck hunt? That's yeah. September. 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 Early September. Seasons. Okay. So yeah. if I want to book a Riverbend Outfitters hunt, what are you going to tell me to bring? What, what do I have to pack and bring depending on the hunt to get out there yeah, that's and, and get it rolling? Question. Yeah. So, so we give you a gear list, you know, clothes. It seems like a lot of guys think they're going to bring 12 pairs of pants. Yeah. They're not going to wear three of them. So we give <laughs> them a list of clothes to bring. A lot of it's layering up. Uh -huh. um, you're going to bring your food. You know, a couple pots and pans. You're going to bring a sleeping pad to sleep on, a backpack, okay. a lightweight okay. backpack. Yep. Um, sleeping bag, pillow. Yeah, sleeping bag yep. and a pillow. Um, your food. Um, you know, some some small details is is rope to tie up your quarters in the trees, yeah, yeah. binoculars. Yeah. Basically, you, if you were going camping, what you know, right? The, the, exactly. The camp list. And yeah. you provide that list to the the person who's coming out. To Absolutely. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Great. Our hunters are responsible for applying for their own licenses. We don't, uh, we don't uh, we give the right. We, we can't apply. What we do call them on the phone and get them through the system. You sure. know, it's kind Help of a tough out. system and get yeah. them right. through that process. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Our archery is a draw. Our muzzleloader is a draw. Our archery will take an out-of-state or one point. Uh, oh, muzzleloader is okay. a little tougher, about 10. Our first rifle season is a draw, but for the last 10 years, there's been over 1,000 leftover tags, so it's wow. an easy Easy, Easy to tag. Yeah, yeah. Second and third seasons are over the counter unlimited. And then okay. our fourth season's a draw as well. Um, you know, I got we got some guys that have been repeat with us for 40 years, three generations, and they've never had troubles drawing that first season tag. Wow, that's awesome. That's it. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So if, if uh, people get can't get down here to the 5,000 row and see uh, Riverbend Outfitters, how can people find you? on the web or social media What's, yeah absolutely absolutely we got a we got a website uh riverspendoutfitting.com we also have instagram same thing riverspendoutfitting okay and uh facebook. and then as well as facebook same thing River if they wanted to call you directly well, yeah, what, what give, number go ahead give me a call 303-710-6653 or email me at gates elk that's g-a-t-e-s elk e-l-k at gmail.com Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah, well, I had to stop by. I saw this. It was yeah. the first uh, elk that I saw, and I said, I got I to gotta stop here. I got to stop here. You've been talking about yeah. doing an I elk have, hunt yeah. out I have, yeah. I'm going to try to plan recently, one for, right? uh, for 2020. I'm yeah. heading out in July, but uh, it, it's a good place to start at Riverbend. So uh, cool. if you're not down at the show, make sure you check them out on the web. Check their socials. Yes. And uh, awesome. give them a hookup. Well, yes, sir. Great. We are blessed right. to do what we do, and, Thank and you. we're in a great part of the country. Yeah, Absolutely. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. One, one other thing I want to add, and you know, we're one of the states that still does not have wolves. 
Okay. Uh, right. You know, they're 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 talking about them coming down slowly. Me in my lifetime, I've been everywhere on those flat tops. I've never seen a wolf one. Right. Uh, okay. We don't have grizzly bears. Uh, we do have black so, bears and mountain lions, but uh, the, the 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 wolves are the ones that are that are going to demolish yeah, the elk population. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why you have the biggest herd in the country, yeah, right? Yeah, we have the largest yeah, in the absolutely. nation. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Great. Well, thank you. Ashley, thank you very much yeah, for nice uh, spending some time with us, Thanks. giving some information on some West Coast elk hunting. Thank, thank you. Right. Thank you, guys. Thank You're you. great. Have Appreciate a great it. show. Yes, sir, you Thanks. too. Thanks. All right. Well, there it is. Part one's in the books. I'll tell you what, I cannot wait to see what part two through part nine bring. It's going to be a pretty eventful couple of days. Cannot wait. Keep it coming, fellas. Keep it coming. <laughs>